Good morning and welcome to chapel. Just as a friendly reminder, please put iPads and computers and homework away during this service. Um, we'll open by singing number 16 in your hymnal, which will also be um, projected on the screen. We recognize that there is a prevalence of masculine pronouns in the first verse. Feel free to substitute those. And please stand to sing. come to you this cold Wednesday morning as a campus community, alive in many ways, but broken too. We ask that you be present to us this morning as we acknowledge the rituals of Ash Wednesday, rituals of life and death, promises of hope and acknowledgments of pain and brokenness. Be with us now as we light the Christ lamp and worship together. Amen. Today is Ash Wednesday, which marks the beginning of the season of Lent. Lent is the 40 days leading up to Easter, which historically has been used as a time to consciously prepare for the death and resurrection of Jesus. The number 40 is a common thread throughout the stories in the Christian tradition. Jesus was tempted for 40 days in the wilderness, the Israelites wandered for 40 years in the desert, and Noah and the ark endured 40 days of rain and 40 days after the rain. As in the story of Noah, the idea of remembrance is key to Lent, and Ash Wednesday in particular. The ashes received on this day are typically for penance, a remembrance of mortality and error, but also a symbol of the presence and hope of God. The rituals of Lent are particularly important in the Catholic Church. Today, we will invite Dr. Matthew Hill, a professor of music, to speak about Lent and its importance to him. 
But first, we'll stand and pass the peace. Good morning. Tell me if this is too loud. Okay, um, the first thing I wanted to say about Lent is about my tie that I'm wearing. Um, My tie is purple. And I chose that today because of the color purple. And many of you know that Goshen College color is purple, but the penitential season of Lent, the color of that in liturgy is also purple. So Goshen College is a wonderful place to experience penance. It really is. I do every day. It is true, a few of you may know that I am Catholic. Um, I came from a, I come from a very large family. I have five older sisters, which is why I am such a patient individual. <laughs> and I have two younger brothers. Um, the, and I have, I do not know the names, nor do I know all of them that well. My nephews and nieces, I think it is 30 plus, but I'm not quite certain. And um, so that's the background that I come from when I talk about Lent. Before I get into my, my, my remarks about Lent, I want to start with a story. And it's a story about a young man who is asked to go into a hospital room with his mother. And in the hospital room is his father, who has just finished a triple bypass surgery. And this is what the young man experiences. Today I saw love. Today I felt the immediate love that is centered completely in Christ. In self-giving and complete sacrifice of one for another, today I understood better why of the three, faith, hope, and love, love is the greatest. Today, I sense better than ever before why love makes us who we are, makes us complete and real and all that this means in life. Today, I sense, saw, felt there is no other way to describe what happened, only that Christ was there completely. It all occurred as Dad's eyes opened as my mother entered his hospital room very shortly after triple bypass. He looked very discombobulated, and breaking through the straps of sedation, mouthed, I love you, to mom, though he was still connected to a ventilator. These words never seemed to carry more force and power than at that moment. God was there in in a complete manner, and all that human suffering did not matter. Only love, love purified of all self-interest. As I reflect on the meaning of Lent, this memory from an old journal of mine resurfaces as I try to find the words to describe how much God and his Son, Jesus Christ, desired to fill you with his special love, the love of the Holy Spirit. And this brings me to my first point, that Lent is a time to experience a love born only of God. A moment ago, you offered peace to one another. You looked in each other's eyes. You said, peace be with you. 
when you are looking in your friend's eyes or your colleagues or other people around you and you say, peace be with you, realize that they are the glory of God, that you are the glory of God. When a student asks for help, very humbly with their studies, that student is the image of Christ. When a professor spends countless hours correcting papers, that person is the image of Christ. When a friend or parent or teacher says to you, I know you can do better than this, that person is Christ. When somebody says to you very loudly, good morning, that person is Christ. And when somebody says, thank you, that person is Christ. My second point, Lent is a time for prayer. Give yourself time, space, quiet, to allow God's love to fill your heart. Go to your own room. Go within yourselves. Do not make any show of this. And ask God how to love and live by the truth. Bring everything to Jesus. Bring all your concerns, all your worries, everything that fills you with joy, everything. Bring it to him. And he has all eternity to hear everything you have to say to him. And then listen. Listen to what he says to you within your heart. Listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. There may be some of you in here who question faith. I understand the questioning of faith. It is a natural thing to question something that is so much greater than ourselves. But pray. Pray that you can understand. Pray for the gift of faith. Even if you open the door a crack, God will come in and enter into your hearts. Lent is a time to seek forgiveness. Pope Francis says, especially in this year, that the face of God is mercy. A bountiful mercy that never tires of forgiving. When we spend time in idle gossip, when anger rules the heart, when laziness becomes our mode of life, when we think we know better than anyone else, when we refuse to take the more difficult path, when it is forgotten that the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, in any and all shortcomings of sin, seek earnestly to be forgiven by Jesus Christ. As a father greeted his wayward son, who spent all his inheritance unwisely, so too will Christ hold you close to his heart. When we forgive others, when we no longer carry resentment in our hearts, when we are gentle with others, then we too participate in the mercy of God. Lent is a time to learn from the suffering Christ. Look around you and look within yourself again, and you will find 
examples of people who bear heavy crosses. It may be someone very close to you. It may be you yourself. It may be a parent. It may be an elderly grandparent. I have a friend of mine who deals with considerable pain at this moment. All I can say to this individual is, I will pray for you. I do not understand why some people are given heavier crosses than others, but I will pray for you. When we pray for those whose crosses are heavy, then we learn to see within them the image of Jesus Christ. When we accompany others on their journeys and in their difficulties, then we become Christ to them as well. Most importantly, Lent is a time for joy. When we take the time to see Christ's love revealed to us in our daily life, when we struggle with faith and ask for God's mercy when we sin, when we learn through whatever hardships come our way, the result is a peace of heart and a subtle joy that infuses the entire person. Make your life so beautiful in virtue that everybody will want to know the source of that beauty. The source of that beauty is Jesus Christ living in your heart. Laugh, smile, be joyful always. Christ is with you. Through him, with him, in him, and in the unity of the Holy Spirit, let our lives grow in the love of Christ, in the prayer of Jesus, in the forgiveness of God, in the suffering Christ, and in the joy of being children of God. Let the Christ, let the light of Christ's Holy Spirit grow within your hearts this Lent. So next we're going to move to a time of scripture and song, as you see up here on our outline. Um, so we will be singing a Kyrie, number 67, in your Sing the Story book, um, and we will sing that, and Nate will be playing along on the cello, um, and so we will sing the Kyrie through once, and then we will have the scripture reading come up. And then we will follow it with the Kyrie. Um, so first we will have Nate play through it, and then we will sing it through once, and then we'll have our first scripture reader.
When the people began to multiply on the face of the ground, and the daughters were born unto them, the sons of God saw that they were fair, and they took the wives from themselves for all that they chose. Then God said, My spirit shall not abide in mortals forever, for they are flesh, for their day shall be a hundred and twenty years. And the Nephilim were on the earth in those days, and also afterwards. When the sons of God went into the daughters of the humans, who bore children unto them, these were heroes of old, warriors of the renown. God saw that the wickedness of humankind was great in earth, and that every inclination of thoughts of their hearts was only evil continually. And God was sorry that they, he had made humankind on earth. And it grieved God to their heart. So God said, I will blot out from the earth the human beings that I have created, people together with the animals and creeping things and the birds of the air. For I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the sight of God. Of the ground, human beings and animals, and creeping things and birds of the air. 
they were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those that were with him in the ark. And the water swelled on the earth for 150 days.
move now to a time of responding. Traditionally, ashes from the previous year's Palm Sunday branches are offered on the first day of Lent to symbolize penitence and God's grace and mercy. Today, we first invite you to come forward and receive ashes on either your forehead or your hand at one of the two stations at the starts of the aisles. Then, as another act of remembrance, you may come and choose a stone on the table up front as a symbol of something you would like God to remember about you. You may either speak or think this remembrance to yourself or write on the stone before placing it in the vase. Please join in the singing during this time as you feel led. The words will be up on the screen. So we invite you to begin coming forward now.
Our sending song this morning is taken from Revelation chapter 8, where the prayers of all God's people rise on the smoke of incense and come before God. So as we sing this last song, we acknowledge the songs and prayers that we've brought this morning, and we release them to God. So please stand and join with me as you're able. Sweet smell. 